I was working on my second book. My other book just came out today for the school system. I was working on the next one. Your, your, your fiance said what? Because she helped me with the book. She said what? So she said what to you about me doing the second book? We were 95% done with the first book. I'm like, let's go with the second book. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go. They're like, we ain't finished the first book. I said, we got to eat. We got to eat, y'all. I'm number one in the world. How long you think that's going to last? You think that's going to last for 20 years? You think it ain't no kid out there watching me who's going to be better than me in the next year or two? You think I'm going to be number one forever? So why I'm number one, let's eat. Why I'm number one, let's get every gig we can get. Why I'm number one, let's do corporate. Let's do NBA. Let's do NFL. Let's do Major League Baseball. Let's do soccer. I got clients in every one. We're going to eat. And y'all do that little stuff about you going to eat, but y'all ain't got no doggone motor. You get tired quick. You, you practice for one or two days, you wore out. You do a couple of hours, you tired. But yet you competing against people right now, that's their lifestyle. And you think they about to let you take their lifestyle? Talk to me, you got, you got your story, talk to me. So let's talk one more time, now we serious. I got one more thing for you, now we serious. What are some of the things you need to let go to get to that next level? Yeah, females. Yeah, females, yeah, because those females are not important, more important than that female. You hear what I just said? Those females, ain't nobody telling you not to be social, but those females that are distracting you are not more than that female. And who am I talking about? How many of y'all feel like literally, for real, your mama deserves to get out of that situation she in right now? For some of you, how many of y'all mamas deserve to get out? How many of y'all moms have the ability right now on their own to make 40, 50 mil? Let me see your, your hand for your rep for your mom. But how many of you have a chance to do it for your mom? Let me see it. Man, you got to have that dog. You got to take that personal, bruh. You got to take that personal that your mom is counting on you. So next time you want to drink and act a fool, just do me a favor. FaceTime like your mom. I just want you to see what we're doing, ma. I'm doing this for you. I won't be able to practice tomorrow, Ma. I'm going to be all three days, but I'm about to get wasted with my homie. Good. I'm sorry, what's your name, sir, in the back? Steve. Steve, what high school did you attend? Wayne High School. How many people were at your high school? Uh, about 2,000. 2,000 people in your high school. How many people you hang out with from your high school right now? Uh, maybe one. <laughs> I'm just real. I could go all around and do that same thing, and some of y'all partying and hanging out with people when I can fool with. 2,000 people that you probably gonna be cool with one. And you are willing to risk your mama's future for some people you ain't even gonna know 15, 20 years from now. People you're not even gonna be hanging out with. Give me some more stuff, because when y'all get out there, listen to me. All I wanna hear from CP3 is E. They grinding like they ain't never grind before. Johnny, I wanna hear they out there handling that rock like E. They monsters, E. They like freaks out here, E. Like they going hard, E. That's all I want. Talk to me real quick. What's some more stuff that's keeping you from doing what you're supposed to do? I love it. Females, be honest. What else? Your phone. Good. What else? Pride. pride. Yeah. What do you mean when you say pride? Good. You got the best of the best here. They ain't talking. They did it. But if you already, this, what I'm just trying to tell you is if you already made it. If, look, that's why when I walk around, they call, what do they call me? What do they call me? What, what, what they call me on the block? What do kids call me? Like, what's the name they use when they refer to me? The hip-hop preacher. They never call me doctor, hip-hop preacher, do they? You ever heard somebody call me doctor? But do I have a doctorate? Yep, I got a PhD. <laughs> and not like a made-up one from Michigan State University. 
Like, for real, for real, I did my own dissertation. For real, for real. I don't walk around with doctor. Why? Because I got to stay hungry. I don't want to use titles that make me look sweet. I don't want to use titles that make me... I try to keep it humble. I walk around. I don't even want people to know who I am. Why? Because I still want to have that dog. I still need to stay hungry. And when you got pride, it gets in the way of you being hungry. And you need that hunger. That's why I talk about slavery. Not because I want to be reminded of it, but I remember how hungry they were trying to be free. I remember they used to get caught. I remember they used to get lynched. I remember they used to go to prison. I remember the dogs used to attack. What? They was fighting for something. They freedom. And I'm still fighting for something. What else? Talk to me. I got one more thing, but talk to me. Give me what else you're struggling with. And be specific to you. Don't talk in generality. Speak about you. What else do you need to get rid of? And I'm going to point if you're not going to be brave enough to say it. Smoking. Smoking. Good. Thank you. Drugs. Streets. Streets. Yep. For real. Some of y'all I mean, already know the deal. That's why it took me so long to finish college. Because I was stuck between the shy Detroit and going to college and picking between like, can I tell you this? When you're an athlete, you already get a pass. You only got to be hard. On the block, you get a pass. Like, if you hooping, you, we already know you hard. We already know. We already know you could be on the block slanging, doing all that. If you hooping, we like, go. Like, we going to look out for you if you hooping. Like, go hoop. You ain't got to pretend you cool. We need you to get out so we can have somebody to look up to. We need you to hoop so we can, at the high school, we can have your name up. At the college, we can have your name up. So the streets is over, y'all. We ain't got nothing to prove to nobody. I tell young people all the time, eat you from, bruh. I, I, my, my uncles all went to Juliet, like, prison in, in Blackstone Rangers, like, the gangster disciples. Like, bruh, I don't got nothing to prove to y'all. Go to, go to see my GED. I don't got nothing to prove. I ain't trying to be stupid and dumb no more. I'm trying to get a PhD. I'm trying to write books. I'm trying to go down as the best that ever done this. I don't got time to be doing, like, proving nothing to them. So do me a favor. Get over the low self-esteem. Get over trying to prove stuff and prove something to your mama. Prove something to who? Come on, prove something to who? Mama. Prove something to your daddy. Prove something to who? How many of y'all biological fathers don't live in your house? Let me see your hand. Your biological father don't live in your house. So, so I really need y'all to go hard because y'all mama really need it. All right, give me one or two more things. I got one more thing. I'm letting you go. Give me, come on, talk to me. Come on, what, what else do you need to let go of? Yeah. Good, other people's opinions. Good, we're going to let that go. What else? Fear. What kind of fear? Fear of failure. Good. Good. Right? So we already know what happens if we fail, right? We know what that looks like, don't we? We know what failure looks like. So we need to give what a chance? We need to give victory a chance. So I ain't going to lie. I was scared to get the master's degree. I was scared to get the PhD because I couldn't really write that well. Right? And I was like, I, I told my professor, what happens if I fail? He said, what happens if you pass? I said, but what happened if I don't get it? What happened if I put in all these years and it don't work out? He said, but what happens if you put in all these years and you get it? And I got it. And it has changed my life. Doors have opened for me that couldn't open for me in education without my PhD. So I'm not talking about in the world. I'm just talking about in education, in schools. There are contracts that I get now, schools that I work for that I couldn't get without it. So don't be afraid. You have nothing to fear. Guys, you already overcame all kinds of stuff. This little thing called sports, right? It, it, okay, so we didn't talk about this. NBA, right? How, what's the average year? Career, what's the average year? Six. six years? I don't know if that's the truth. Seven? Oh, okay. Six, seven, that's too long, too short? Three. Four. Three. Three? three? Okay, I heard four. Is it between three and four? It was three. So even if you make it to the league, you're telling me it's only three years? 
So if I go to the league at 20, I'm out at 23? Are, are y'all serious? Three years, that's it? So even if you make it, you can only play for three? Come on, guys. So we got to go to school. So we got to read. We got to get smart. Here's my last one. And I mean this one with all my heart. Guys, character. All right? I wish y'all could have been at that three-day leadership. I wish y'all could. I know y'all about to make it to the league, so they got to focus on ball. But I wish y'all could have been in L.A. for the leadership, boy. Because a lot of you don't see that what's going to take you to that next level is going to separate you from everybody else because you got to have something that separates you. So when I first started speaking, like in motivational speaking, how do you think they dress? When I first started, how do you think motivational speakers dress? Tony Robbins, suit and tie. Suit and tie right? Listen to me very closely. I'm not telling you what to do, but your lane can't just be basketball. You got to have basketball, and then basketball has to be the gateway. It has to be the door that gets you to other opportunities, right? It's got to be one stream of income. It can't be the only stream of income. It can't be the only thing you do. You have to see basketball as the gateway. It's like a passport. It's going to get you in the door, and then once you get in the door, you kill them. Listen to me closely. So when I came in, everybody was like, yo, eat that. There, I, I'm on everything I love. God is my witness. There would be corporations that said, we want you to speak. This was like when I started getting good. We want you to speak. We'll pay you $30,000 under one condition. And what was that condition? I got to wear a suit and tie. Bro, you talking about 30 stacks for talking for an hour. Back like 10 years ago. I wasn't making that kind of money then. What did I tell them? No, I can't do it. I'm not against certain ties. But I was trying to create my own lane, my own brand, and I said no. But when you say no, you got to keep getting better. You understand what I'm telling you? Like when you tell somebody no, you got to keep getting better. And now you see me do corporate work, and what am I wearing when I do corporate work? The, the J's in the hat. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Like, you got to find your lane. Your lane ain't basketball. Basketball is a tool. Basketball is going to open the door. You're more than an athlete, and you got guys now. CP3, LeBron, D-Wade. You got guys now showing y'all all the different lanes, all the different stuff. So it's not about basketball. Basketball is just your way to get in, and then once you get in, boom, then you dominate. Once you get in and you see that world, you start going to all kind of different spots. You're going to be fathers one day. Basketball alone is not going to show you how to be a daddy. You're going to be a husband one day. Basketball alone is not going to help your kids go, I have a great father. I, I have a great husband. And so when you guys get in the league, the league is first. But once you get in the league, I need you to separate yourself. So I separated myself. So the first thing I did was, yep, hat, yep, shorts, yep, shoes. But then I did... GED, four-year degree, master's degree, PhD. Then I wrote four books with workbooks to go with those. Then I got certified in the DISC assessment, the values assessment, the attributes assessment. Do you hear what I'm telling you? I started going to leadership trainings. I started sitting and traveling with the John Maxwells of the world. I started sitting down with the Dan Gilberts of the world. I started sitting down with the Warren Buffetts of the world. And I didn't, I, I didn't settle for just being a motivational speaker. I said, now I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Now I'm going to own businesses. My last one to you is, what's going to separate you from everybody else? What's going to separate you from everybody else? Right? I don't know what that is for you. But just talk about it. When you, hear my, when you hear my videos, one of the things you notice that separates me from everybody else, I don't do what in any of my videos? I don't curse. And you've never seen me cuss before. You've never seen me drink before. You've never seen me smoke. I come from a house with people drinking and smoking. My father was strung out on crack for 14 years. I'm not against drinking and smoking, 
but my brand is I don't drink, I don't smoke. What are you going to do to separate yourself? Like, I do things to separate myself from everybody else. The passion that I have when I speak, the grind that I have when I do what I do. What are you going to do to separate yourself? That's the last one. And I need at least three or four of y'all to answer for me. What are you going to do as a guard to separate yourself from every other guard in the league? As a human, what are you going to do? I need four volunteers. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family. To my existing family, big up. As always, I'm truly appreciate that you're here joining us today. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, and most of all, self-discipline. I am your host today, E. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. Your boy got some stories to tell. You know the motto. You know the you know the slogan here. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. The quote of the decade, the one that resonates with me, that one that I think that Man, it just makes so much sense by Bob Marley. He said, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Again, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you had. Today's episode, as you guys know, we always like to break it down by saying one question to challenge you and then two thought provoking statements. Again, one question to challenge you and then two thought-provoking statements first question is this what is the thing you need to do to go to the next level what is the thing you need to do to go to the next level one thought-provoking statement take it personally take it personally thought thought (laughs) second thought-provoking statement fighting for you fighting for you Today's episode is entitled, I'm a failure that got back up. I'm a failure that got back up. That was inspired by Eric Thomas. You ready to jump into today's show? I think I am. Let's do it. Today's uh, episode is 201. Family, I'm so glad to be back on the mic. I took a couple days off just to... uh, Spend time with family, focus on other things and trying to and, and focus on the, the next step, the next plans for the show. And with that being the case, I thought it would be very powerful for me to start off with. What you what 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 are the things that you need to let go to go to the next level as we get ready to level up here at the show? I feel I, as I always say, I'm riding along with you in the journey. And then sometimes we switch cars and you come along with me for the journey. So in the journey, want to understand, family, what are some of the things that you guys really, really, truly, I should say you personally, if that that if you're listening, 
that you need to let go. So you have to understand too, family, the power of no, how important the power of no is because a lot of times family, we're doing things, we're living, we're living a particular lifestyle that we know is not of us. We know that this is not something that is aligned with the goals that we've set down or that we've set a cord. So that question you know, and, and the reason why the power of no is so important because it sets you up for to allow you to separate yourself uh, from the people that you're competing against. And a lot of times, family, you can be competing against yourself of saying, you know what? Hey, I was able to do for a, a month of getting up at this certain time and doing these certain exercises or executing on on my side hustle or whatever that thing is. And you did it, and now it's time to compete even harder. Even Jordan talked about it. He said, I got to a point in my career that I started com- being, uh, competing more with myself. I started convincing myself to be more than I am. I started convincing myself that, you know, putting that extra pressure on myself because what will happen is, is that I, I have no choice but to get better. A lot of times when we look at this thing of trying to or wanting to go to the next level, we are plagued by distractions, whether it's family distractions, whether it's just life distractions, or if it's even distractions that we even create ourselves. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about. Those distractions we create ourselves when we pick up our phone. And the next thing we know that the five minute of the checking of the phone, because we received a notification has now turned into hour or even maybe sometimes two hours. So the approach is to be able to minimize our distraction and maximize our production. Again, I'll say that again, minimize our distraction and maximize our production. What's getting in your way? What is getting in your way, family? A lot of times, family, when you look at what is getting in your way, you'll be shocked if you always, always recommend, and I, I first heard this from Darren Hardy and I, it's probably other people that suck, but I actually did it. I, I, I did it first. He was talking about from a monetary uh, standpoint. So he said, Hey, get a little small, um, need book like that. You can fit in your pocket, a little small pencil to track how much money you're spending And he said, no, you can't put it in your phone. You need to literally write it down. And so when you started doing that and when I started, when I started doing that, I should say, I noticed I was like, wow, Um, it it forced a couple things. First of all, you didn't really want to spend anything because you like doggone it. If I buy something, then I'm going to have to write it in my in my little book. And I don't want to do that. Uh, So. It, it kind of forced you to think about what you were about to buy. But the, the whole point of it, of it was is to show you kind of where you are are letting excess money go. And a lot of times family. So I took that same principle and I applied it to my life as far as my time. And I kind of already knew I had an idea, but just to see where to where it added up, I knew that I was spending too much time getting caught up in the, the, the gaps or those downtime moments, you know, those downtime moments where you may be at the doctor or you are waiting um, for someone to call you back, or you are waiting uh, for maybe even an interview. I don't know, but you're in a waiting period. And instead of taking the time and say, okay, from here on out, when I'm in those waiting periods, 
These are the things I'm going to focus on. These are the items that I'm going to give my attention to instead of scrolling through Instagram and scrolling through uh, YouTube and with no direction. That's why I gave you guys family a insight of how I do my uh, YouTube and I still slip up. I'm I'm we're, I'm working on getting better that when I see a video that arrests my attention or I'm interested in, I put it in my video watch or my note section and say, okay, I want to come back to that because now I have to shift my mind from being someone that is always consuming uh, information to understanding being a consumer, but also being a producer of making sure I can take that content and reproduce it out for the family so they can get the same benefit that I got, uh, that I actually received from actually doing that. A lot of times too, family is don't be afraid, or I shouldn't say, and, and I know it sounds weird, but don't be afraid to, to live in success or to give a success an opportunity to to manifest in your life. We we talk ourselves out of so many different things in life that when we look back, that's a regret that I always say to myself that I do not want to have. You know, you don't want to continuously talk yourself out of uh, of a change that's going to benefit you long term and I know you can't see it like me wanting to, you know, work on myself health wise of getting a six pack, which that's a whole nother story family, but just the approach, you know, you know, that there are certain foods that you need to eat. There are certain foods you, you don't need to eat, but at the end of the day, what you need, what you realize is, is that this is a goal or a decision you've made to make sure your actions align with the goal that you have chosen because when you do that, you start to take it personally. When you do that, you start to realize that this is something that I need to really focus on. There was three questions that I wrote down from Tony Robbins where he was talking about three decisions. And he said, here, here are the three decisions. He said, first, number one, he said, what are you going to, to focus on? Number two, what does this mean? And number three, what am I going to do? So let's unpack each one real quick. What are you going to focus on? Hey, you said you wanted to be or do something. What is that something? Write it down. Okay. Now, what does that mean? So you decided that you wanted to lose, I don't know, let's make it easy, 10 pounds over the next 30 days. What does that mean to your current lifestyle? there's probably going to be some changes that are going to be required. The foods that you were eating, the maybe the time that you were getting up or maybe even the time you were going to bed. How are you going to change up your daily lifestyle to fit the new lifestyle that you actually want? And then at the, then at the, all of it at the end of it is the execution part. How are you going to execute on the things that you plan? You know, we talked about here and I'm still, I still haven't found it. So again, whoever I got this, this quote from, thank you. But, uh, 95% is actually executing and 5% is planning. So that just basically mean spend 5% of writing things down. Cause a lot of times family will get so excited about the planning portion. We'll get overexcited. Like, man, on Monday, we go, I'm going to do, I'm going to do leg. I'm going to do chest. And then I'm going to go run 30 miles. <laughs> Wait a minute. Have you even ran one mile yet? No, but um, I know I can run this 30. All right. Well, I'll see you in um, probably a mile and a half because you need to continue to build up momentum. And 
that's why I always, that's why I agree with that 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 adage of ninety five percent executing and five percent planning. Because if you don't, you'll get like I, I stated before, you'll get so excited about the planning piece that you'll plan so much that you'll never take action. That you'll plan so much in your mind, or even write it down, and you'll never take action. So. Focus on changing up the percentage of the time you invest in planning versus actually doing the thing that you want. Last and finally, family, I'll let you go. I promise I, I don't want to keep you too long. I just wanted to come back with a with a banger. And I think this is a banger because of the fact of a lot of times, family, we get so caught up in uh, the actual things that we think is required to move forward that we never get started. And my job here is to push you. My job here is to enlighten you that if you spend more time on executing and learning from the things that work and didn't work, you'll have more data and you'll be able to be a, a, a better resource or be better at that thing that you have been focusing on. That's why I'm, I'm a big proponent of when you're fighting for something, you have to understand this this thing is a huge experiment. Life is a huge experiment because you're going to find things that you thought you may have been interested in and that it it holds no interest for you or you have to go through a certain process, which a process is, is that of finding what excites you, finding what, what provokes you to say, you know what, um, I, I know I need to get back up and be more and do more. That's why I love what Eric Thomas had said. He said, when they asked him he's in the interview, said, I'm a failure that got back up. And a lot of times, family, when we get pushed down or we get we get or we're down, the challenge is, is getting back up and believing it's going to work. It's like being on that diet that you've been on and you're hoping that is going to work and day by day you may not be seeing results, but at the end you may see a massive change and not just your, just how you feel mentally, but also how you feel physically because the foods you eat has an effect on you as well as mentally, because now you may, you're not carrying around that excess weight. That's why I love Tim Grover's book. When he talked about, he said, would you rather be uncomfortable from the actual weight of that you that you put on over time versus being uncomfortable because now maybe now you have to get up before work or earlier to actually work out now you have to put in the, the required work to lose the weight and then once you lose the weight you have the challenge now to actually keep it off and continue to improve so I ask you family when you are out here going after your dreams and living on your purpose you understand that is a constantly fight and continually to live that fight in your dream. I've been your humble host E D and this has been another impact secret podcast show until next time. Oh, if you was wondering who that was in the background, that was the old Maxter Max. We call him. I don't know why he did that, but Hey, he did. So we're here, but we're not editing it out. We want to keep it raw we want to keep it unfiltered. We want to keep it honest and transparent with you. I am your host, ED. Until next time, family, as always, I appreciate you joining. Peace.